0: Everyone, it is I and my delicious co-host, America's Sweethearts, Zachariah Dur and Nathan Sheer. And we, of course, are the hosts of Network Special, the only podcast you need to listen to if you want to hear about the golden age of appointment television from the mm. late 70s to the early 2000s. What are things that were watched once by millions of viewers and now basically forgotten, and Nathan and I dredge them up and make you rewatch them and deal with them again. And today, mm-hmm. we are coming to you. So last time we, we talked to you, we were responding to our listeners, and they wanted us to watch the incredibly popular, incredibly demanded cartoon all-stars to the rescue, something that was in every child's mind for a while. And so, of course, to follow up that megawatt production, we, of course, will be talking about... No. What do you mean, no? I got a, I got a date. Oh. With, with the guy yeah what's his name his name yeah
1: why well, he doesn't have a name yeah he's got a name the uh, mm-hmm. pilot the pilot what kind of what name is that
0: <laughs> the pilot from 1984 the pilot of what you might ask the pilot of a very popular sitcom No, it's a short film I had never heard of called The Pilot. (laughs) It is from 1984. It is a 30-minute short that was played on HBO in between movies when they had a little extra time to fill. They could fill it with little short films and vignettes uh, that have been seen and then mostly forgotten.
1: Where did you you see that info? Because I was looking
0: online to see where this aired. I saw the info because when you watch the pilot at the very beginning it says HBO.
1: Okay. I watched a different
0: I different stream then. Okay. Perfect. I watched the link that you gave me. Sorry. Uh, this is a 30-minute movie starring basically no one will get into to the actors' careers. It is a teen drama And I'm just going to read the description as it is on IMDb. A young girl struggling with insecurities and being unpopular develops an alter ego as the pilot, the best breaker in Los Angeles. She must prove she's got the talent if she wants respect. Um, there was a couple leaps of logic in there that I didn't quite get from the movie, but that's basically what it's, what it's all about. (laughs) And Nathan, you suggested this. What made you pick this as our subject today?
1: Um, in all honesty, uh, we had to make a, we had to make a quick decision to watch something two hours before the show. And this was down the list of 30 minutes, um, at the top so uh yeah i found this pilot i've I've always wanted to watch this when i saw when i was looking online for specials i saw this one as an after school special is what they called it and so i thought it was aired on you know abc after school um but then you're right i am remembering the hbo opening
0: (laughs) was that something that you saw that it was also played as an after school special or were you just assuming that's what it was it could. I was been.
1: assuming it. Is that what it was? Okay. Uh, so, so I just assumed that. Or, yeah, I assume that's what it was. But then, um, I'm also, uh, you know, a hip hop fan, and so the breakdancing storyline appealed to me. And I can imagine myself if we had HBO when I was a kid, I probably would have uh, flipped out over this.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is a movie obstinately about breakdancing, and it has wall-to-wall music by a performer yes. named Egyptian Lover, who I wasn't familiar yes. with until I started looking him up today. But you, I'm assuming you are more familiar than I was with it, as you know, hip-hop history, early hip-hop history.
1: Yeah, he he's, um, big electro artist. I, I think that, um... I know more. Uh, I know more of him just in name than I do in music. Um, just hearing that name when you just research hip hop and listen to stuff, um, but then when you hear like the bigger songs, you I do recognize those. Uh, but yeah, he was a big uh, influence on the hip hop and breakdancing scene scene uh, because of his style of music.
0: And he's still going today. He's still releasing yes albums. Uh, I looked up the cover of his album, One Track Mind, and I'm not kidding when I say this album cover is flawless. He is wearing an incredible, incredible stitched leather jacket in front of a mural of the pyramids, and he is giving so much heat, huge jerry curl, great stubble Indiana Jones beard, piercing eyes looking right into my soul. Um, Definitely a better... (laughs) dj than a rapper if we listen to, yeah because he's the style of rap where he raps like this
1: and raps to the beat <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh it's hard to tell it's hard to know in my head because i'm not like a historian so it's hard to know if what he was doing was um relevant to the time or if it was just like oh it's all about the music and the rapping is just uh, you know just a part of it just for just because he wanted to be on stage with it oh <laughs> definitely
0: what. I think because he wanted to put himself in the forefront and be the star right yeah I didn't get the feeling as though right. he was really putting his heart into it although he was also <laughs> doing this for the pilot so I don't think he thought that this is a big ticket to stardom yeah not a ton of plot to get into in a in a very interesting way. Um, no,
1: it is it, it's wall to wall breakdancing. It is um, it, this this school that this girl goes to, everyone there is obsessed with breakdancing. The it's cheerleaders, the cheerleaders, the street toughs the uh just a random white guy who looks like he's 40 years old <laughs> like he's from an ice cream machine ice cream truck or something like everyone is obsessed with it
0: there are people in this high school who look like they are 10 there are people in this high school <laughs> who look like they are 35 <laughs> and yeah. yes everyone loves breakdancing they're either breakdancing or they are kind of shuffling from side to side so the director told them to just move <laughs> move yes. around
1: and they this is one of those schools where it's like um you know like in Texas like the schools is like if you're on the football team like like that's the pinnacle like everything revolves around the football team. At this school pretty much if you aren't breakdancing you ain't nothing.
0: Not with t- this is just them like going from class to class. They'll walk <laughs> to the next class and in the middle of this they'll just throw down cardboard and start breakdancing. <laughs>
1: so the girl um this is what i don't understand is the message of this movie is a little muddled but i guess we can get there but like the girl is um we open with her in a breakdance circle on the playground and everyone's there's some really good breakdancers, some famous ones um uh what is the guy's name uh Oz? oz rock or or uh i can't remember what his real name is it's like rock oz or oz rock or something His real name is Um,
0: Adolf Al... Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, Yeah, Alvarez.
1: Um, Yeah, he was a famous breakdancer in real life. In fact, he was in the... what people consider to be the first breakdancing commercial, which is a Mountain Dew commercial. And he's in it and he... in in a style of breakdancing he invented called water breaking, where he pours water onto the linoleum and then it you know it allows you to spin faster and water flies up and you can see it in the Mountain Dew commercial it's awesome uh, yeah so he's there dancing everyone's dancing and like she's on the edge just kind of watching and then something happens where like a bully like pushes her into the circle and everyone just starts laughing at her
0: like, it's-, it's so <laughs> strange so Oz and uh, two other break dancers appear to be having a competition to see who can spin the longest. The thing about breakdancing that makes it so interesting and entertaining is that really it's so personality-based because some breakdancers are very technical and smooth. Some people are very chaotic. There's funny breakdancers. There's serious breakdancers. There's duo breakdancers. The pilot kind of assumes that all breakdancing is spinning on your shoulders and your back a lot. Just lots and lots of spinning and then posing at the end of the spin because I don't think there's anything else in this movie that happens. So spinning well, there's spinning a spinning.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's more wrong? technical stuff happening, but it is, it is does seem much. to be like a spin competition. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so they're spinning and our, our protagonist, uh, whose uh, character name is Carla, is wearing a U.S. Army jacket, and I guess her hair is supposed to look bad. I thought she looked fine, but I am told by the
1: film that she's ugly. I thought that she dressed as if Prince was going undercover at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) Which looks pretty good. Like wearing a really bad trench coat, like, like trying to pretend.
0: It is one of those things where the movie has to tell you that she uh, is considered unattractive because they've hired a very beautiful person to play this role. Um, So people are breakdancing, and Oz, uh, he he spins the most, so he wins. Mm -hmm. And yes, uh, a cheerleader with pom-poms in her hands (laughs) shoves uh, Carla into the breakdancing ring, and all the other students gather around
1: and refuse to let her leave like she's ah, kidnapped a break <laughs> dance <laughs> <laughs> and they're just laughing at her. so they're not even giving her a chance to see if she can they just immediately start laughing at her then he tries oz tries to teach her some moves but she falls
0: yeah oz tries to teach her the moves which she does and then she drops her books i think <laughs> I don't know. And then they laugh and laugh. Ah!
1: And <laughs> she can't finally she's able break to dance. break through. Yeah. Finally right. she's able to break through. She runs home and then decides to create this alter ego of the pilot where she wears like a pilot's, an old timey pilot's hat.
0: Here's what's so strange is during the sequence where they are teasing her because she can't break dance. We're watching intermittently clips of her in her bedroom and to beat the band. She's great.
1: She's yeah, just... Break- that's what and I, I mean. thought,
0: am I watching her fantasy of what she wishes she could do? No. She literally can already breakdance. This has already been accomplished. Yes. There's not going to be like a Rocky montage of her learning. She knows. Well,
1: that's, she just does That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, what's the time frame? Because she decides... Like I th- like I was picturing I was thinking that she decides to go home and learn breakdancing and practice so that she can be good. But the amount of time it would take for her to get as good as she gets by the end She's already good. Like yes. A year. Like it would be the next like they would have all graduated. Like but, yeah. but no, this is like this is like the next day.
0: Yeah. Right. It's she shows so- up and they're like It's so strange because she's supposed to be insecure because she thinks that she's ugly, which is what she tells her uh, mother. I thought there was going to be a thing because, yes, she goes to her room and she puts on an aviator hat from the 20s, like the leather style with the big goggles that you would wear when you had to fly a biplane and a modern army jacket and a scarf. And she's wearing a a jumpsuit, an army jumpsuit. So a full (laughs) – old-timey pilot with new army accessories. I thought there was going to be a line like, well, since your father died in in active <laughs> duty, I know you've been sad. And that's why Like she was wearing her... No, she just has this old aviator equipment that she breakdances in, which seems like it would be hot and uncomfortable to be in full ski goggles <laughs> and a leather hat.
1: Well, I was thinking like, oh, well... What would be great is the hat lets you head spin without hurting. Right. And then the jumpsuit allows you to spin really easily. But the freaking... Later on, the guy takes his shirt off and he's just doing it on the linoleum. How is he not getting linoleum burn?
0: It really looks like it would hurt.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I watched a video of him doing the water where he poured the water on. I was like, okay, that... Now it makes sense. Like, that... Like, he's in, like... He's in like a bikini, and he's doing it while you were and talking. He just, it's, going. <laughs> <laughs> it's making the grossest no, sound. Of he's, he's not drinking it while he's thing. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I am
0: watching this Mountain Dew commercial. Like- it looks yeah. cool. Um, he does not do the thing he is famous for in this movie. By the way, he does not do water break dancing. No, he doesn't. No. Um, One good thing, yeah, though, th- if you decide to dress as a as a pilot when you break dance is if for some reason you needed to swap out for a person who was good at break dancing and not you the actor it would be yes. very easy to do that yes because <laughs> we don't see your face really we just see your little lips
1: <laughs> i was wondering if it was actually oz has heard too in blackface no, no no he's he's Hispanic, I think... He's he is not as dark okay? complexion. He's
0: not as dark complexion. As <laughs> also, that would be the most amazing Back he to the Future 2 split screen when the two of them battle breakdancing. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. You do see them together. That's right. Well, he he did that. He put, Actually, there's a movie called Making the Grade, and he actually is the breakdancing double for Judd Nelson.
0: Oh, really? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah he has a Judd yeah. Nelson-style physique.
1: Yeah, but you can tell in the movie when you know, Mm. because when they, when they show it, it's all like, whenever you see him, it's just his back. But whenever you see the front, it's Judd Nelson's got his flippy hair, but from the back, it's like matted down. Uh,
0: And does he also have, I'm calling two little, uh, does he have two little blonde chunks, like six cents style chunks in his hair? Like he does in this movie. (laughs) Oh, no, Oh no, no, he doesn't
1: have that cool, that cool, um, like kind of like mullet with, yeah, it's like a half blonde, that's still cool. I, th- I still think that's cool. The two little chunks. It
0: has. A, I don't think it got uh, popular
1: enough to be uncool. Bring it back. I guess so. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. It, it's so. Then she ends up going back and basically becoming a super b boy. And it's kind of implied. I think that. Um she learned kind of by watching him almost because like the her his girlfriend says like oh uh the pilot knows all your moves
0: okay i mean that that or is an assumption like on your part because we're certainly yeah. never given <laughs> any way that she
1: has learned her her moves so the pilot basically the the, the pilot uh her alter ego she goes back to school And dresses up like that at school. I don't know if this is after school or during school or what, but the the lights are kind of down. So it must be after. And she starts breakdancing in the hallway. And the cheerleaders who pushed her down in the first scene are now, they catch her breakdancing. And they're like just losing their minds. Oh, in lust. And by the way, she's doing the same stuff that everyone's doing. So it's not like she's. It's not like. But she's also she's dressed like a huge no dork. What's that?
0: But she's also dressed like a huge dork. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. That's so that's really this cool. Is,
0: this is not like a sexy guy outfit. This is a person who looks <laughs> like he's in like a seventies. Uh, those magnificent men in their wacky whirly birds style <laughs> movie.
1: He looks like when uh, like an ET when. Uh, those guys are all dressed up in those big white asthmat suits. It's like a shrunk down version <laughs> uh, of that. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but so so-
0: these, these chillers see the pilot dance for two seconds. Yes. And then um, Carla takes the off. Yes. And yes. The, the chillers are like, wait, Ugh, don't leave. <laughs> And that's all they can talk about is the pilot, this
1: mysterious they don't know. figure. They don't know it's the pilot yet. No,
0: it is funny though that they are losing their mind over seeing this person in the hallway breakdance when the rest of the high school also breakdances.
1: Yeah, I the reaction no, should a dime, be I'm a
0: dozen. Oh, who's the new kid?
1: <laughs> I mean, that's really what they should say. Yeah, like that's as much the most they could say about it. <laughs> But the girl, the girlfriend of Oz, who, by the way, is definitely an abuser. He's like, oh, pushing Oz her up against abuser. the wall. Yes, he's pushing oh, yeah, his yeah, girlfriend yeah. up against the wall. Yeah. he's like gaslighting her. <laughs> he's like every, like it's like I'm like, what's the moral yeah. of this freaking story? We've
0: already said he's a cool guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she tries to get him jealous by saying, "Oh, there's this new guy in town." And then uh, they kind of, you know, Carla's listening to this conversation and tells them that it's his name is the pilot, and so the girl kind of says that she's going on a date with the pilot to get him jealous, and so that uh, causes them to challenge them to a battle. And it's just a weird kind of story of where she like makes her like Carla or the girlfriend goes to Carla's house and then makes her look pretty so she can meet the pilot. It's just it doesn't even. It doesn't I don't know what's happening.
0: Quite makes sense. And and if you didn't take time to watch this on YouTube beforehand, you might think, oh, Nathan and I are making things very concise and just kind of like skimming other over other uh plot points or conversations. No, we are saying every single thing that happens in this movie. This is
1: frame by frame. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah. The popular girl wants to meet the pilot. So she goes to Carla's house and gives her a makeover, which means that she brushes her hair out. Uh, By the way, yeah. I
1: gotta say, I'm not crazy about the new Carla. <laughs> I no, think, it does I think not the look mad as good. And down look was better. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, Carla
0: says, Oh, you just wanted to be my friend to meet the pilot. Holly, the girlfriend, gets mad at her, storms out. Um, and then we're at the big contest. We're at the big showdown, and uh, mm-hmm. Oz and the pilot square off. And the pilot is a better dancer because once again, spins on her head longer than Oz. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Oz
1: falls over. Oz falls
0: over. Carla Good. sprints away. Good. The girlfriend uh, chases after Carla and's like, "Wait, I want to meet you, the pilot." <laughs> Carla's revealed as being Carla to her. And here is where the tone. Tell me if if you thought the same thing. I had an assumption of where this might be going, but I knew this is 1984. It is not where it's going. But the mood and the way it's written and the way it's performed, I was thinking, are Carla and Holly, the girlfriend, going to uh, reveal that they have romantic feelings for each other because
1: it is I, yeah, played as I, though I this is going to be a, a lesbian relationship well I know the answer to that uh, in terms of like if people think that this is kind of like coded since it for the time yeah like, mm-hmm. uh, the this is actually a Christian film
0: I, I saw that I wasn't <laughs> going to drop that penny yet
1: <laughs> yeah uh, it's the, the production company Pauline or Paulist Productions.
0: Polly, poly Productions. Polly, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and it's like a um, hold on, no, it's Paulist, dude. Polly. <laughs> okay, look, okay. like, I have to look this up now because it's Polly Productions. Paulist Productions. And it Paulist. is. Do you pronounce Paulist as Polly? Polly. P a u l i s t.
0: Where are you getting that from? From the credits,
1: <laughs> did you look up their website? Yes, Paulist Productions, and it's like a Catholic group because there's a, there's a there's a there's like a a group of Catholics there called Paulists or something. Paul, I'm assuming because of Paul, like they're Paul, they're they're of Paul. You're right. You it must have I mean? just
0: auto-corrected. Because I, I typed yeah. in Poly Productions, which they must get all the time. And it just <laughs> nope, sent me Paulist, to Paulist. No, Paulist. Paulist Productions. Yes, it's funded by the Catholic Church.
1: Polyamorist yeah. Productions. Oh, that's yes. what it is.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they. I, I'm, I'm interested now to see a listing of all the stuff, but you can't find that on their website. Like what else did they make that... Um, because because typically Christian companies do not make films like this without an actual Christian message. You know what I mean? Like this is just a moral story. There's no re- religion in this.
0: Well, unless it was supposed to be sold with a teaching manual, that kind of thing. Like you saw this in a class oh, right. and we're talking about. Honesty and friendship. I mean I can tell it does say at the uh, the site they, they did a whole series called Insight
1: that yeah, was yes. a bunch of he's, inspirational he's stories.
0: One. Yeah. Um, oh, this
1: might have been in that. I uh, wonder. He oh, was he's listed as being part of Insight. Okay. So Insight was a, a
0: television show produced by this Paulus Productions, a Catholic production. It had a lot of actual big movie stars in. In these productions, I'm assuming that they were also, you know, Catholic or at least given a lot of money, whichever word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With these little morality tales. Um, yeah, maybe. But the the ending is so abrupt because they have uh, – Carla and Holly have this connection. Holly is not mad that she was tricked. She's just like, oh, I just wanted to be your friend. And they walk back and they're friends. <laughs> And uh, Carla walks up to Oz and says, What's up? Uh, Oz, instead of being embarrassed and mad that he was beaten by a a woman, just kind of goes, Oh, cool. And then they all break dance together.
1: Yeah. And that's. They do a choreographed dance together. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. (laughs) Well, and and also, uh, he gets back with uh, his girlfriend uh, instantly. Yeah, um, like they just laugh at each other. Even though later on he probably beat her. <laughs> I mean, there's no way this this relationship is above board.
0: Really casting aspersions on Oz.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I, I well, I gotta say, I, uh, he has passed. He is deceased, the actor. And um, I'm not making any casting aspersions on him, but sure. Uh, I did see some, I was looking it up trying to see how he passed away. And um, it looks like he ended up in Florida, like on a murder charge or like, Oh, cocaine and uh, robbery and all kinds of stuff. There's, it looks like there was a uh, a mugshot of him. Wow. He bummer. popped his
0: last lock.
1: Like he said, oh gosh, <laughs> he's, he said uh, in this interview, I watched from him that he wanted to be a movie star. But he's only got four credits. Like he was in like an episode of like, um, what was that show? You know, he just plays a delivery boy in some like, uh, Saint Elmo's Fire, whatever, or Saint Elsewhere, Saint Elsewhere.
0: Yeah, it's a rough Um, business because you have to know somebody, you have to be good at acting, and
1: uh, well, like he he was a famous didn't have it, um, breakdancer and was touring the country. Uh, And then he said he, – he was from New York, but he said – I think he just told the company. He's like, look, I want to stay in California and become a movie star. I like it here better. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Oh, I'm looking uh, at the
0: mugshot. It looks like a mugshot yeah. for a Joey Beans albino.
1: <laughs> he looks like him, right?
0: Like that's the one, right? Uh, you mean are we – am I looking at the actual picture of this guy? No, what I
1: mean is like – adolf Alons, like um Al- Alvarez, uh, um Alvarez um alvarez sorry uh-huh. um we'll just there's keep saying more it, than Paul. one adolf alvarez but like is it's that him. the same guy that is a hundred right
0: a hundred percent him yes a lot such of face on that man such a bummer yeah yes even the the brightest angels can fall That's what we always learn on this podcast. And Kelly Jo Minter, who played Carla, hit the jackpot when it comes to being able to do conventions for the rest of your life because she went on to have roles in The Lost Boys, the horror movie Popcorn, and Friday the 13th Part 5. So she can sign autographs for nerds for the rest of her life.
1: Yep. She's in the documentary for, for one of
0: those. I mean, print your own money. And if you are one of those bleeding hearts that say there's no good roles left for middle-aged women, let me tell you, according to IMDB, these are some of the roles she got later on. She got, um, uh, hooker who gets yelled at, <laughs> Yes. crack right. mom, Yes. and swearing yeah. hooker. So,
1: come on,
0: <laughs> there's the roles for yeah.
1: everybody. You know, um... Uh, some people you know that's that's a bummer too because it's not like she was typecast from this role <laughs> somewhere along the way someone was like no crack whore like and she's got to be like okay gosh i need the money but come on
0: you know i i want to agree with you but the first big breakout role she had was in the movie mask with Eric Stoles, Oh that's right she plays a prostitute
1: <laughs> That was her first role. Big, big role. That's right. And it she was our role out of out. a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: I have not have you seen yeah. Mask? Do I need to see Mask?
1: Uh I, I watched it when I was a kid, but mm. I don't remember much. You know. Okay. I can remember the the, the facial prosthetics and sure. And
0: Stacked and Cast, Cher, Cher Sam yeah. Elliott, Eric Stoltz, Estelle Getty, Laura Dern. I gotta see this. Yes. Thing. Yeah, you have to see it. It's a it's a big time movie. <laughs> it's a big, big movie. And one of the cruelest comments I ever got in my life is somebody said, Oh, you look like the guy mask from the movie Mask. <laughs> Just is there wait, a meaner insight? Wait,
1: wait. Yeah. Wait. What year was this? What year did, did they, they mean, tell me this? Did uh, they mean Jim they, Perry? They, the did, <laughs>
0: they were not asking that somebody stop me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were not saying I they were not implying I was smoking. <laughs> Did they say you looked like the wolf character in the mask?
0: (laughs) They did say it right after I saw a beautiful woman and my eyes had exploded out of my skull.
1: (laughs) That's right. Your tongue had rolled down onto the table (laughs) you were sitting at.
0: Why is, uh, why is Carla so freaking sad in this movie? (laughs) She's crying all the time. Why? Okay.
1: Okay. Well, okay, the moral of the story is um you okay, what is the moral? Because I can't even place it because Be like, honest she's she's okay, she's quote unquote ugly, right? Yeah. And then she gets a new haircut, but then <laughs> promptly covers it up with a aviators helmet. Hmm. Then she goes and break dances the best. And now everyone's like, Oh no, you you are cool. You are really cool. So is the moral of the story that, like, you have to be good at something in order to, for people to like you?
0: That's the thing is there's, there's no speech about how girls can't break dance. There's no speech about how she's shy and she can't perform in front of other people because of something traumatic that happened. Like, the moral seems to be if you're really talented at something, uh, do that in front of people and they will like you. <laughs> Which might be a truth. I don't know if it's a moral.
1: Maybe it's like you know, don't hide yourself away or something. Like she, she was so hung up on herself being ugly that she couldn't. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't really know. I'm. I'm pulling from this. This I, is not. I think the, the only reason point. why
0: we're so stuck on like what's the moral is because this is a Catholic production. Which means they... Well, they, and
1: because it's a kid's movie, like a kid's short film.
0: Yeah. I mean, not all kids' movies have
1: morals. Yes, but in the 80s, like, most of them did. Sure. You know, at some point, like... I get some, believe at in some yourself. Point we,
0: it has the what? same... Believe in yourself. It has the same oh, moral as yeah. every CGI children's film between the year 2000 and 2017. Right. Yeah. It's the oh, same message Catholics. as Turbo about the fast snail, played by oh
1: Seth my Rogen. Gosh. I'm a fast snail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, hold on a second. That was a clip from Turbo. That sounded like that's that sounded like someone else, a famous character from our show. Uh, oh, wait, oh no, I don't think it was. <laughs> you t- Sound a little bit like Stony to me. Is Stony here? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go get him. <laughs> Hey,
0: (laughs) I was hanging with my friend Turbo.
1: (laughs) Let me tell you, that snail's a different kind of smoking. You just got, you, you, you are, you are an expert at those kinds of, uh, that kind of wordplay. And I love it. (laughs) Um, has there ever been a yeah, podcast
0: were, about uh, getting high and talking about things? Has that been done yet? Maybe that's what I should do. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think so. I think you'd be the first one. All right. One. Token with Z. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this, this uh, you know, I didn't. I, I mean, I, I was saying I, I like this movie. Um,
0: of course you did. Because it's made in 1984.
1: <laughs> No, This was made in 2002, you'd hate it No, it's dancing and music Like, if you take away all of the The little silly scenes There is so much breakdancing and music And I like that stuff, so I like watching it So there was enough in it that Even with the little Stupid little scenes, you know, of Plot that, you know Spread thinly across this uh, Breakdancing bread uh, I, I, I enjoyed it I liked the music, I liked it uh, this was the
0: most boring breakdancing I've ever seen, because it was <laughs> one move, which was spinning around. Uh, so there's a no, million there was other a battle. places there, I could go.
1: No, there was a battle. There was like it was not some good. rock. You know, there, there it was, was like not good. You know, that
0: Mountain Dew commercial I mean, had more variation <laughs> in 30 seconds. And I got to see Oz's uh, water spinning. He was water the first break, guy breaking. to think about what if on water. yes not as good as uh sandy ulcer who did the same thing on sand and that's how he passed away oh yeah (laughs) he got spin
1: burn him like there's no i i think the reason why he came up with it is because he wanted to take his shirt off and it just hurt too much to do the linoleum without it
0: I love the 1984 era of men taking their shirts off because it it makes me feel like very validated and like I'm not that out of shape because everybody everybody kind of is a little dumpy in 80s movies unless you are uh, uh, a Dolph Lundgren.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to. I speak ill of the dead. I thought he. I thought he uh, was just fine. <laughs> But, you know, Oz? young, young kids, young kids, they're not ready. Yeah, they're not they're, not they're not dumpy yet.
0: Ill of that uh, coke smuggling, murderous okay, come reprobate. On. Come on. <laughs> Listen, rest in peace, Oz. He went to that Emerald I, City
1: before us. I only I mean, like, I, I i don't know. OK, look, if it's just drugs, come on. He didn't hurt anyone, but maybe he did. I don't know. I guess he murdered someone. I guess that's one, one of the charges is.
0: <laughs> well, okay. let's wrap up the show by looking up what he was arrested for. And this is something that Nathan says does not matter. No, 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 no. He's, I said it he's totally saying matters. that this is fine and he should not be charged. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, cocaine. I, Isn't not, that how you ended up in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. On a murder charge. He has. Uh, 2005, two counts of cocaine possession. Okay, so who cares about that? 2007, robbery uh, with okay, a yeah, deadly right, okay. weapon and okay, cocaine okay. possession and... Okay, who cares about that part? Uh, Battery. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think down at the bottom it's like... I think he, like he went 20 years for a murder charge.
0: Oh, holy cow. <laughs> 1988. Wait. Cocaine possession. 1988, arson. 1989, escape. 1989, burglary (laughs) with an assault. 1989, robbery with a gun. 1989, first-degree murder. Wow. (laughs) So he got 20 years. I don't know if these are all stacked on top of each other. At least he was supposed to get minimum 20 years for first-degree murder and then immediately went back to the same. Right, because
1: probably – had all this access to the same drugs in jail.
0: Yeah. 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 He just didn't uh, have his murder connection anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that's this, right? I mean, anything else you can think about (laughs) anything else? (laughs) Like, do you, did you have HBO when you were a kid?
0: no i only remember getting so excited when there was free preview weeks of hbo and disney channel which were two separate things but i was basically glued to the tv from the second it went on air until it went off air or there was something my parents wouldn't let me watch
1: right um i had hbo uh just because it it came in fuzzy you know but it was like the clear like It was almost as if I had HBO.
0: So you're saying it was a scrambled channel, but it came
1: in clear. It came in really, really clear. And so I was always watching stuff on there and, you know, uh, but I don't, I remember little comedy bits and stuff, but I don't remember the short films as much. I, I do remember during the day they would have a lot, they would have the child programming, um, like some cartoons and stuff like that. Um, But I don't ever remember watching something like this on there.
0: I remember being very confused by short films like this when I was a child in between movies because they would be about things like uh, living with dyslexia or uh, things of that nature that I was too young to really like quite get what they were talking about. Although I feel as though at any age, one positive thing I can say about this film, at any age, you can at least follow what's going on, even if you can't uh, gleam the lesson from it. The lesson right. is breakdancing is pretty cool. It's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think if I was a kid, this, this lesson wouldn't have confused me. It would have been, like you said, believe in yourself. Uh, but really, I probably would have taken away from it. Like, I got to freaking learn breakdancing. Yeah, you learned the lesson, which is breakdancing. I, when, when I was a kid, I thought that if I memorized all of the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby and recited them in the hallway, that a girl would hear me and want to date me.
0: That is how you met your wife, though.
1: <laughs> it's true. So it just took Huge. a couple years. But she prefers the metal years of Vanilla Ice. So I oh, had to. sure. What's that album so called?
0: Swallow It Whole or something like that? <laughs> he has some <laughs> filthy named album as this big follow-up. Thought,
1: yeah, it is Swallow Something. You're right. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I, I guess that is the kind of lesson I've always had. If I just would memorize things or uh, if I knew something or I knew how to do something then kids would like me but that's not necessarily a, a good lesson to pull
0: from this well i don't think at any point they say memorize songs and kids will like you so <laughs> i i think <laughs> no, that no, may no, have no. been your own personal <laughs> thing that you're pulling from it because i still think the moral of this movie is breakdancing it's pretty cool Pretty cool. That's <laughs> pretty cool. All right, everyone. I'm letting you know that we will be back next week with another wonderful trip down memory lane. Will it be something you've seen before? Something new? Who's to say not me, gentle listener? Uh and as always, the nineteen ninety-eight album by Vanilla Ice is called Hard to Swallow.
1: Hard to swallow. As always. We will we will remind you of that every episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.